Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on The Woman Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be boss through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like group community service. We have an international motivational podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. You name it, we basically do it, sis. We are an one-stop shop for empowerment, and you are listening to The Woman Podcast, where I sit down with female entrepreneurs or W bosses rather which is what we like to call them and I sit down with them and I talk with them not only about the topic at hand but also their journeys of becoming bosses up until the point that we record this episode and if this is your first ever tune in sis then we have segments in the beginning of each and every episode we have a woman to watch of the week and then we have an ask somebody question of the week so I'm gonna go ahead and get started with our woman to watch of the week so our woman to watch of the week is actually two women this week ladies I was scrolling on the gram and a flower shop located in New York City was actually spotlighted and it is actually owned by two amazing black women. So the name of the flower shop is called Reflourish NYC and the women's Instagram channels are as follows. So the first Debbie Boss, her Instagram name is Ruji J. That is R-U-G-I-E-J. And then the second woman who owns this amazing flower shop is F-E-T-C. So that is E-F-F-I-E-T-C and they are both located on Instagram as to where you can find their social media handles and their business is booming oh my goodness it's not a lot of women-owned flower shops but especially in such you know a city like New York City I'm pretty sure they're very hard to find so those are our women to watch of this week um you ladies can again go ahead and follow them on their social media platforms and definitely support their flower shop that is jointly owned in New York City again the name of the flower shop is Reflourish NYC I will definitely be making my way up there to support and we hope you W bosses do the same so those are our women's to watch of the week and moving on to our ask tamani question which is extremely exciting so i like to pull a lot of the questions that you ladies have now from not only our company email but also our coaching calls so you ladies know that i do a lot of business development coaching calls if you haven't hopped on a call with me oh my god sis you need to <laughs> go ahead and book me at tamalian.com slash book but i was on a coaching call with one of you ladies and earlier this week the question came up in our business development and business guidance call from one of my clients, she asked me in a short synopsis, what are some things that I can do to scale my business? So if you ladies weren't a part of our Empower Her call, if you follow us on Instagram, then you ladies know we now do monthly Empower Her calls to get you started for the month as far as empowerment, um, different business marketing strategies that you need to tap into within your business and so on and so forth, which I loved hosting to say the least. But our word for this month is scale. So how to scale your business, how to make money within your business, how to grow your business basically when it comes to monetarily, right? So on the call, this W boss asked me, she said, what are some things that I can do to scale in a short synopsis? So I was able to give her a tool called the three points of scaling that I like to use within my business coaching program. And you want to kind of use these three points of scaling and honestly it's honestly five points of scaling but these are the main three out of the five that we've seen the biggest benefit from with our clients so the three points of scaling that you ladies should utilize when it comes to scaling your business and answering the question how do I scale my company how do I grow my business um here are the three points of scaling number one you need to have an advertisement budget so I know you ladies probably scroll all the time on Instagram and Twitter and you ladies see these advertisements from different small businesses 
businesses, it's because they set aside money to do that every single week, every single month, every single day. And something that we don't think about is these big companies, as I was saying last week, ladies, you guys want to start paying attention to these big companies with the advertisements that they do, the marketing strategies that they do, X, Y, and Z, but you turn on your TV and what do you see? A company advertising to you, right? You open up your phone and what do you see? A company advertising to you, right? You go to your email and what do you see? You see a company advertising for you and they're only able to give you those advertisements because they have an advertising budget each and every month, if not every single year within their company to where they're making sure that they're growing their company, making sure that more people outside of who they already know are seeing their company, right? So I want you ladies to start focusing on that. Number one in the three points of scaling, make sure you're setting aside a budget each and every month, if not every single week or every single day, make sure you're setting aside a budget to make sure you're putting that money towards advertising, okay? A good number that we like to recommend to debut bosses that are first starting out with their business and they've never advertised before, we like to say between 10 and 15% of your ORI for the month, you want to make sure that you're putting that additional money, not 100% for profit, never 100% put it towards profit, but you want to start taking out at least 10 to 15% for marketing and advertisement every single month, whether that's Facebook ads, whether that's Instagram ads, any type of advertisement that you can utilize to get your company out there, definitely set aside a budget. So that is number one for the three points of scaling. The second point of scaling is to make sure you have a loyalty program, some sort of loyalty program within your company or business to make sure you're getting people coming back. When it comes to client retention, that is one of the biggest things that a lot of debut bosses skip out on. They don't think about, okay, what are some programs that I can have a part of my company to make sure that I'm kind of building that loyalty with my consumer and the boss that, you know, is a client of mine and to make sure that they're coming back. So you ladies, now I'm going to give you ladies a good example that I like to utilize with my clients that I'm pretty sure everyone can relate to hopefully, but you ladies know when you go get your hair done or your nails done, you go get a wax, you go get your makeup done, some sort of beautifying service, you ladies notice that sometimes they give you something that looks like a punch card. So for instance, okay, you get your face done or eyebrows done three times, you come back the fourth time and you get $10 off or every single service you get from me, you get five points. And when you get up to 50 points, then you can get say 10% off your service or something like that. You guys need to start creating some sort of loyalty program within your company, especially if you're a service-based company. Um, You guys need to start thinking about loyalty programs to kind of create with your consumers to make them feel like they're a part of your brand. That is something that a lot of consumers look for. They want to feel like they're a part of your company, a part of your brand. That's why you see big brands like Sephora. They have the VIB cards and Ulta. They have the Ulta beauty cards. And you know, a lot of these companies have credit cards or a point system because they want you to feel like you're a part of their brand, right? As they grow. So I want you ladies to focus on that as well. When it comes to scaling, that is number two. Make sure you have some sort of loyalty program. Last but not least, which is my personal favorite, email marketing. Oh my goodness. You ladies leave so much money on the table when you guys don't utilize email marketing within your company. Oh my goodness. As I was saying in the beginning of this episode, when it came to point number one within scaling, you open up your TV. What do you see? You open up your phone. What do you see? You open up your computer. What do you see? Companies constantly advertising to you. And I guarantee you ladies, if you open up your email right now, you see a million and one companies in there, especially Fashion Nova, especially Bath and Body Works. If it came down to Fashion Nova, 
what? They would have our address, our phone numbers, and everything else, okay? These companies just want to make sure that you're in the know of their sales. You're in the know of what they're doing as a company to make sure that they're getting your dollar. So again, you ladies leave a lot of money on the table when you guys don't utilize email marketing as you should. You should at least have one to three email campaigns going throughout your day, or if you're pretty busy, at least four to five times a week, um, just to make sure you're keeping that line of consistency open with your email campaigns and you know those who are subscribed to your email marketing system. So a lot of you ladies ask me in my DMs, you know, when it comes to email marketing, because we talk about that a lot in other realms as far as our master classes and um, within our different coaching and mentoring programs, a lot of ladies ask, what are some email marketing tools that I can utilize? Okay, so I'm going to give you ladies two and know these companies did not sponsor this episode, but I love them that much to the point where I will just give them to you ladies and you ladies know I love dropping gems to make sure you guys grow within your business. So my personal favorite is MailChimp. MailChimp, that is mail. And the second part of the word is chimp. So C-H-I-M-P. MailChimp is one of the best email marketing systems, especially if you're a small business starting out between 500 to say 1,000 subscribers. It is so easy when it comes to creating email campaigns, making sure all of your email marketing systems are you know up and running. They do statistics or insights a lot of times so you can see how your campaign is doing. That is the number one software that I would recommend to you ladies to get on as far as email marketing, which you need to do ASAP after listening to this episode. But MailChimp is my personal favorite. And secondly, Klaviyo is my second favorite. It's a little bit more intricate than MailChimp. So if you're first starting out, you've never done an email marketing campaign before, you don't have an email marketing system, definitely go with MailChimp. But Klaviyo is my second favorite. You spell Klaviyo like K-L-A-V-I-Y-O. And both of these platforms are free up until a certain subscriber count. Again, MailChimp, I think is believe 500 to 1,000. Klaviyo, I'm not too too sure, but MailChimp definitely has a brim up to a thousand subscribers until they begin to charge. So that was my number three and our three points of scaling. Number one, again, make sure you're utilizing advertisements and you set aside an advertising budget. Two, ladies, make sure you have a loyalty program to fight against client retention. And three, ladies, make sure that you are doing email marketing, okay? And don't forget to download both of those softwares that I told you ladies about, okay? So to answer our Ask Money question, that was our answer. I know it was pretty long, but those are the three points of scaling that you W bosses listening can utilize to begin to scale your company. And even if you can't get to all three, definitely start off with the email marketing as you can see a huge difference within your sales, just putting out consistent email marketing campaigns throughout the week and throughout the day. Okay. So that was our ask Tamani question of the week. And that's pretty much it for our segments for this week. Now hopping into our topic of this week and ladies, I know y'all so mad at me for last week but um sis went on vacation I listen I told you ladies a few episodes ago if y'all start seeing me out of town more listen I'm in my Tracy Ellis phase sis is loving on herself more sis is not putting business first 100% of the time sis is taking care of herself she's catching flights and she is relaxing okay so last week I actually went to Miami and I visited some family and I had so much fun oh my goodness if you guys didn't see the shenanigans go ahead 
and visit my Instagram at Samani Lynn. Um, but yeah, so last week we were supposed to cover how to find your it factor within business in which of course we were definitely tackling that topic this week. And this week I'm super excited to cover this topic because this is something that a lot of you ladies struggle with when it comes to first starting your businesses and your companies. You struggle in finding your it factor. You struggle in bringing out the thing within you that God has specifically given you to make sure that you're adding some value to this world. And it's something within yourself that a lot of women look over and they just think, you know, I have this little gift, you know, but I'm not going to put it out there just yet because I'm nervous or I'm scared or I don't want to tap into it or I'm scared of what people are going to say. No, after this episode, you're tapping into that it factor, you're bossing up and you're not caring about anybody's toes moving forward. Okay, pun intended on the last episode. So when it comes to finding your it factor, you have to start thinking about some things, ladies. The first thing that you want to think about is what sets me aside. Okay, what are you overlooking within yourself? That can be the thing that catapults you forward. How are you nursing your it factor? And are you paying attention to indicators from others that something is your it factor, even if it doesn't seem like it? Okay, I'm going to give you ladies an example. So for me, back in grade school, middle school, young Tamani Lynn, I was a talker, child. I was a talker. One thing about me, I had a million and one friends because I like to talk, okay? And if you ladies know, back in grade school, teachers would always shun you for talking too much, being over talkative, and I would always get in trouble. And I would be super over talkative and outspoken, and I would always get in trouble so often just for talking, just for being myself, to the point where I started shunning it away as I got older, as I got into high school, when I got into college. You ladies know if you're an OG listener, that's how I kind of got into the military, the more disciplined track, and I began to shun away from my it factor, and I didn't even know it was an it factor, right? And going against what I thought people wanted from me, you know, looking back on it to now, the little girl who used to get shunned for talking now gets paid to talk, right? The little girl who used to get in trouble for going against the grain now shows other women to go against their own grain, right? I dive into my it factor because I knew that it was the thing I was overlooking within myself, right? Even if it's the thing that you think everyone dislikes about you, everyone shuns against you, you guys need to start looking for a few things, and I'm gonna hop into that as well. You guys need to start looking for a few indicators as to what your it factor can be. And again, as I said, for so long, I was like, well, dang, maybe I do talk too much, or maybe I am a little too outspoken. Maybe I am a little over-talkative. And as I said, I began to get quieter and more reserved and more, you know, disciplined within myself when later on I was like you know what God made me a certain way for a reason and you ladies see now I'm here talking to you today and this is what I love doing I love talking to women I love getting to know people I love empowering other women I love having a voice and growing up specifically as a black woman you're taught that sometimes your voice isn't valued okay you guys need to understand that a lot of these things are intergenerational so when people try to shun certain things away from you that should be an indicator to you to where you need to dive into it even more. I knew when I began to get older, I began to mature and I began to get in certain routes that I just knew weren't for me like the military. I was like, this isn't even me for real. Am I just doing this to please other people, to please my family, to please everyone else around me? Or should I start doing things that pour into me and that make sense to my it factor? And the second that I began to dive into my it factor, oh my goodness, I began to flourish, ladies. And I feel like a lot of you ladies can relate to this because a lot of you are sitting on these it factors you're sitting on these things that you're sleeping on yourself so much to the point where you're watching everyone else doing what they
daydream to do and you're just sitting in the background like, oh, I wish I could, or maybe one day I will, or maybe when the time comes. No, your time is now. Start deep diving into those it factors, the thing that you're overlooking within yourself that God specifically placed in you to catapult you forward. Ladies, you need to start diving into your it factor and stop sleeping on yourself, okay? And here are a few things that you ladies can start picking up on when it comes to your it factor and going through that process and making your it factor work for you, right? So number one, you need to pay attention to it factor indicators as what I like to call it. Indicators as to what everyone else is saying, what you see within yourself and the thing that you're sleeping on. So again, as I was growing up, people were like, oh, you talk too much. You're over talkative. Oh my God, you talk a lot. And I was like, growing up, I was like, well, maybe I do talk a lot. And I started thinking about different ways that I can use my voice more, which is why I have a women's empowerment organization, which is why I have an international podcast, which is why I'm a public speaker. And you ladies need to start paying attention to indicators from other people. For instance, maybe you dress really good. Oh girl, I love what you have on. You know, can you style me? Boom, styling. Um, or a clothing line or say for instance say you know how to do hair girl I love your hair you know how to do natural hair really good can you do mine boom now you a hairstylist you're going into that route it's certain things that you ladies need to start paying attention when it comes to other people because we sleep in ourselves so much we overlook ourselves so much as women to the point where sometimes we know what our it factors on but we're just waiting on other people to say it we're waiting on other people to say what we see within ourselves as well so you ladies one need to pay attention to it factor indicators what are the things that people are constantly saying about you that you know about yourself but you're too scared to hop into it right so that's number one pay attention to it factor indicators two after you get those it factor indicators you need to start thinking about it factor activators okay invitations to start acting on your it factor so it could be for example you could be a boss that's extremely into marketing and advertising just as a hobby and studying different companies and how they're able to you know niche their audience and do certain things and maybe you're starting to hear from your friends girl have you thought about business development have you thought about business marketing and development for other companies have you thought about building your own marketing company It's those indicators from other people saying to you, okay, girl, I see this within you. Have you thought about turning this into a business or have you thought about turning this to an actual thing? For example, you could be a Debbie boss who loves to recommend hair products, beauty products, um, certain products to other people to the point where you have people asking your DMs, girl, have you thought about being an influencer? And you start thinking like, you know what? Yes, girl, I have. So it's those activators after you start getting those indicators from other people that are affirmations to you. You like, okay, this is something that I can do. Other people are seeing this within me. How can I tap into it, right? So that is the second thing. You ladies need to start paying attention to it factor activators to start prompting you to start acting on your it factor. And number three, which is my favorite, it factor testators, okay? Ladies, please understand, when you go through the process as of course, seeing the it factor within yourself, getting those it factor indicators, getting those it factor activators, you will go through a season when you jump into your it factor, you start getting tested when it comes to your it factor. You start getting tested within your company. You start getting tested with your it factor. You start getting tested with your hobbies or whatever you're hopping into and you start questioning yourself. Never question yourself when it comes to your it factor, okay? You will have a lot of tests 
test when you start jumping into the things that God has for you. And it could be what I like to call it attacks from the enemy trying to take you away from your it factor, trying to take you away of what you're here called to do. And you will have several tests that make you ask yourself, am I built for this? You know, you will have times when you don't see sales for a couple weeks. You will have times when you open your Shopify tab or your Wix tab in your dashboard and you see zero sales for the month. Okay, God forbid, but you will have those tests where you're looking at, you know, your overview of your business and you're like, did I really mean to get into this? Is this for me? You will have those tests that are purposefully set for you to test you and take you throughout that journey of entrepreneurship when it comes to diving into your it factor that will make you show yourself that you're built for it, okay? Especially in this difficult season that we're in as a globe right now throughout the middle of a pandemic, a lot of you ladies can probably relate to this that you've been tested so much within your company to the point where you were forced to pivot your company. You were forced to boss up with your company. You were forced to start another company and ladies, you will have those tests when it comes to diving into your it factor and making your it factor your own, right? But as I always say, never let the process punk you out of the promise, okay? When you start hopping into your it factor, when you get those indicators, when you get those activators, and when you get those tests, those tests are there for a reason to show you whether or not can you overcome it, can you boss it from it, can you learn from it, and can you keep going? That's something that a lot of you ladies, to be quite honest, don't really know how to master yet because you guys are so quick when you guys have certain tests okay yeah let me shut down this business maybe this isn't for me maybe right now isn't the time you guys need to learn preservation perseverance in order to get that outcome that you want within your business right think about big w bosses or influential w bosses like ava duvernay you ladies know if you guys don't know her story she got denied so many times when it came to producing um different movie films and now she is world renowned for what she does she didn't even pick up a camera really until she was 30 years old I believe I read and it's certain things like that that you ladies need to realize that your journey looks different from other people don't compare yourself when it comes to jumping into your it factor as well this is a whole nother topic for a different episode but oftentimes when you ladies jump into your it factors you go on instagram and you see sold out in everybody's businesses you see million dollar sales you see a million and one bookings it doesn't always look like that for everyone starting out know that never to compare your year one to someone's year five when it comes to hopping into your it factor things will take time success takes time success Success is not overnight, and if it is, it will only be here for a day, okay? So when it comes to those tests, and when you get those tests, know to never let up, know to never give up, and know to keep going with your it factor, okay? That's the main thing that I want you ladies to take away from this entire episode. Not only do I want you ladies to hop into your it factor, but when you begin to get into your it factor, do not leave your it factor just because of temporary dissatisfaction or temporary testators that are purposefully testing you to see if this is the route that you need to take and then this is your test to see if you are truly and honestly built for it and yes you are built for it i hope you ladies needed this message because i really wanted to cover this topic especially within the season especially what we're going through right now not only as debbie bosses and business owners but generally as women i feel like a lot of you ladies are questioning your it factor during this time and some of you don't know how to hop into your it factor some of you guys are sleeping on your it factor and this was your sign to hop into it to boss up and to go hard with your it factor okay if there was no other time to do it right now is the time and this is your sign 
All right. All right, ladies. So that hops up our topic for this week. Again, thank you ladies so much for getting us to 20,000 plays. This is insane. You guys know if you listened into the last episode for season two, I believe it was called an ode to you. That's when our podcast took off. I don't know what happened. I don't know who y'all been sharing the podcast with, but I love it here. And I'm really thankful and grateful. I know I say to every single episode, but I'm thankful and grateful that you ladies take out the time each and every week to listen in to little me, the little girl that likes to talk too much, but now has a podcast. And I just love talking to you ladies each and every week, even though I can't see you all, but I love dropping gems. I love sharing the stories of Debbie bosses as they're growing within their business and their entrepreneurship journey. I love dropping business gems and I just love it here. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast, sharing the podcast, and just making us what we are today as not only a podcast, but as a company in general. Um, so yeah, just wanted to take a moment out to share my gratitude with you ladies and to let you ladies know that I'm thankful to have you all as listeners and supporters as well. If you ladies are listening into this and you're not sure who we are, what we do, you just listen into the podcast every week. We're actually a part of an overall women's empowerment organization that is actually national called Women of Lynn. And you ladies can subscribe to our website at womenoflynn.org to stay in the know of everything that we're doing as a company. And also follow us on all social media platforms at Women of Lynn or our podcast and social media at the WOL podcast. All right, ladies. So thank you again, ladies, so much for tuning into our podcast. You can listen on this episode on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, any podcast listening platform there is, we are basically on. I hope you ladies have an amazing and safe weekend and you ladies will hear me next week. Peace, ladies.